What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will crown a national champion for the Parched Madness springtime drink bracket. We'll break down some incredible off-the-court moments for both Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant. And of course, we'll play around at Stumptown. Let's do it. Mmm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple of beers being popped. Two bottles this time. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Welcome, everybody, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your loving hosts, Travis Knoll. A lot of love. Joining me, as always, with a nice mustache. Thank you. I appreciate Mr. the nice part. Mr. 503 himself, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Overtime Wedgie. Mmm, okay, okay, okay. Does that make any sense to you? Like, the didn't... <clears throat> was the UCLA guy, like, wedge the ball up there? There was a game in, like, the first round of the tournament, and I think it was it was either Kevin Harlan or Ian Eagle or somebody, and, yeah, in, in overtime, the guy shot a three, and it wedged itself in the rim, mm. and the announcer was like, oh, an overtime wedgie! And, that uh, sounds, Katie and I you got that exactly left. like Kevin Harlan, so it Thank had to you. have been Kevin okay, Harlan. Yeah. Ian no, Eagle, worst name in the business. Uh, worst Ian, name in the get business. Get the hell out of here. Uh, what up, coin? Loves diesel pickups and rolling knoll. Uh-huh. A what up knoll? See, we have two references that we didn't get of each other. What, what is that? Oh, okay. Roll, roll and coal. Roll and coal mm-hmm. is like when you blow black smoke out of your diesel pickup. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I do love mm-hmm. diesel Jettas. If that's uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> they smell like uh, crayons. <laughs> they do smell like crayons. Nobody knows why. Uh, Nobody knows why. Couple days removed from Parch Madness. How you doing, Coin? Mm-hmm. Feeling good. I was a little uh, funked up on Sunday. Not like, not even like hungover. Really, just kind of like, whoa, body was a little weird. Yeah, a lot of funked different alcohols going into our body. Yeah, the Chumba Wumba started things off. So those of you who uh, did not tune in, uh, we did do a Chumba Wumba. Shot of whiskey, mm-hmm. shot of vodka, half a yalager and half a cider. Indeed, indeed. Which I dominated, for the record. Yeah. Again, I wasn't. I mean, I went back and watched the video. I'm clearly not rushing. I'm clear. I no, clearly take fair. my shot. I'm like watching the video. I'm like, oh, we're doing this very, very fast. I thought okay. it was gonna okay. be like, uh, uh. Anyway, also worth noting, Coin was drinking Fireball. I was drinking Jameson, but that's true. The point. True. True. Fair. Um. Yeah. I. I've probably felt better than I felt on Sunday, but I, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't. We'll say we stayed on and drank a little bit more after the live stream and played those games, and that's when I got really drunk. That makes sense. Well, I started. I also started throwing some zins in, and I was like, "That was a huge mistake." I was like really (laughs) drunk, and then we went and got some food, and I was like, "I just," (laughs) I walked straight up to this. uh, We went to like a food cart area, just walked straight up to this food cart, no mask on. (laughs) I was like, "Oh shit, sorry." Totally forgot when you wasted. Yes. Yeah. All right, Coin. Well, let's jump into things with our first segment: something bold and something brewed. Something bold, and something brewed. Something brewed. No, I have for you this evening uh, another one of our beers that we just, you know, we're drinking over the last couple weeks. A nice yeah. Modelo. This time a bottle. I didn't go with the uh, tall, tall boy can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bottles are just fantastic. Great hand yeah. feel. Right. I like what they do with the divot between the neck. 
and the uh, body of said bottle. It's kind of like this. It, <laughs> it is kind of like this. <laughs> like your neck's all sucked back into itself. It's like, uh, right. I don't know. Is it, is it like a stymie bottle? Is that what they say? I have no idea if there's a name for it. I, it's, mm. It feels kind of unique. I like the little, you know what? I usually like the little gold leafing on top. Mm-hmm. Tonight was very difficult to peel off, which was annoying. Mm-hmm. So I'm in 50-50. But overall, just a good bottle and a pretty good beer. I was having final trouble with... It was a final four beer. I was having trouble with the gold leafing on Saturday. So it did bother me then as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Modelo was one of the surprises of the tournaments for sure. Indeed, indeed. What do you got for me, uh, Noel? Coin, I'm drinking... One of the beers that I've been putting off from my uh, my pack of ordered beers, because it's a beer that I don't typically like to drink, it mm. is an oatmeal milk stout. Oh. Uh, yeah. I haven't had, tried one of these in some time, so maybe I've matured, maybe I'll like it. Um, this one, in fact, is called Moo Juice, uh, spelled... Great name. J-O-O-S. Like that, uh, do you remember Juice in college? Uh... No. J-O-O-S-E, I believe. It was like a no. four loco adjacent kind of drink. Oh. Twas bad. Sense. Twas bad. It was bad. <laughs> it yeah. did get you messed up. Let me see if I can find it. It reminds me of the uh, South Park episode where Cartman says that the only reason they're not getting into heaven is because Kyle is a J-O-O. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Uh, let me say the, the bottle is very plain, but I think that's kind of what they're going for. It kind of is like a cow. It's just like brown and black, kind of spotted with white letters. Uh, not a great bottle. The beer itself, though, also hate it. <laughs> just not my kind of beer. I don't know what to tell you. I took a swig my first sip a minute ago. Not good. Hmm. Oatmeal milk stouts. I don't know how people like this. I don't either. Uh, I actually accidentally grabbed one from Ninkasi one time. Ninkasi's a brewery out here. Uh, I meant to grab the IPA next to it and was kind of just like in out really quick, just rushed, got sure. home, still thought I was grabbing an IPA, mm. took a drink like to go start making dinner. And I was just like, what was that? I was yeah. like, did this go bad? And then I looked yeah. back and it says oatmeal stout. Uh, your boy is out, out on oatmeal stouts. It's just like when More for like some reason I out. insisted that we had oatmeal out. <laughs> I am out on oatmeal. Um it's just like when I insisted we had Guinness in the tournament, and I took one sip of the Guinness, and I'm like, this is not good at all. Not good. So, would you mind if I went yep. and got another beer? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not Go gonna drink it. this. Okay, good. I'm gonna <laughs> okay. leave the other two thing. in my fridge, and then maybe when we have people over, uh, they might want to stop. <laughs> try to pawn them off on them. Yeah, that's exactly. the exact move. Yeah, that's a good okay. move. Okay, pause. All right, folks, we have a bonus beer. See you in a bonus beer. Pale ah, very nice. Old, reliable. Mm-hmm. All right, Coin, uh, why don't you give me something? If you don't have anything else for something brewed, you could give me something. Uh, I, did, I, did, I did find juice. Ah. So the can oh, is, looks yeah. very, very Four loco y and it is related, like Four locos, Sparks, Tilt, all those things. Mm-hmm. 14% in a 24-ounce can. It's pretty good. That'll get you. That'll get you, for sure. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be close to a bottle of wine, pretty much, right? Yeah. That's like, uh, let's see, 14-ounce, 24-ounce can, two beers. Almost four. That's like five beers. <laughs> five Forget. light beers. It's pretty good. Yikes. <laughs> and right. a lot of sugar. Look for juice and or moo juice in stores near And you. or moo juice. Oh, I didn't even tell you, guys, tell you where the brewery is from. Doesn't matter. Doesn't moo matter. juice was a loser. Yeah, loser beer. Good name, though. 
Uh, all right, my something bold. All right, so Noel, uh, two two things I guess. Exciting news: yeah. Uh, yeah. our governor, Governor Brown, not shouting her out by any means. She's whatever. I don't really know anything about her. Okay. Uh, but two thirteen days from now, everybody in Oregon eligible for the vaccine. So shouts that. Ah, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, other other COVID news was I was talking to some coworkers today, and then uh, one of my coworkers went down to visit her family in L.A. And she was saying her nephews and nieces are in school down there. And I think they go for like half days or something like that. Okay. And uh, they do do recess still. But what they do is they put hula hoops on the ground outside. And then each kid is assigned a hula hoop and they just go stand there for like 10, 15 minutes. That's all the kids get to do. There is no way that's true. A 100% fact. No Uh, way that's true. Maybe we've gone too far with the kids. I think kids are okay. Let them let them play. Aren't they in a Aren't they in a classroom together all day? Do they doing hula yeah. hoops in the classroom? Yeah. No. Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That one, and then also in uh, Seattle Tacoma area, the kids are only going for like two and a half hours a day. Kids are not allowed to take down their masks to drink water. Even they just have to sit there with their masks on for the entire day. For the entire can, two and a half hours. Then can they, they try to, like, filter the water through the mask if they tilt their head back? They get their knuckles snapped by a nun, I imagine. <laughs> what is wrong with it? So these are, these are, this is something bold in the sense that these are bold covid These are bold, strategies. bad things. I'm just, I'm just, my bold thing, I guess, I don't even yeah. know if it's bold at this point. No, it doesn't need to be. We've ideas. made it very clear something bold can mean anything. So, yeah, I'm it's just, just that. Those are wildly out of line, and maybe the kids, you know, really not at risk. I guess they're going home to their parents and stuff, but I mean, come on. Come on. The hula hoop thing just absolutely shatters my mind. I I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. It's really funny, actually. I could see it being in a movie. Can you imagine trying to keep a bunch of 10-year-olds inside hula hoops on a playground? No. Especially a little shit. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Zero chance you could have kept me in a hula hoop at that age. Oh, I was a good kid. I would have stayed right in that hula hoop for the whole 15 <laughs> minutes. And, and I would have snitched on you if I saw you step out of yours. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, okay. I like that. Um, so on related news, not my something bold, but it just reminded me. I have a dose scheduled for Friday. Did I tell you that? Oh, what's up? Maybe not. Um, so I'm driving out to the suburbs to get my first Pfizer dose. So that's good news. Because uh, I am in 1C as a construction worker. I am uh, uh-uh. technically in the essential worker group. But I think I think Illinois is going to be for everybody here pretty quick. Nice. Um, and then you mentioned your governor. Our mayor, Lori Lightfoot, who's sometimes in the national news. You might have heard of her. Um, she's coming over to our job site on Thursday to uh, give oh. a speech. And uh, because we topped out our building and she... She's coming to celebrate it. Now, I'm, um, she's like the ultimate mask-wearing um, proponent and things like that. And guys on our side do not really wear masks. So that's been like stressed every single day. Like, guys, just please, on Thursday morning, wear your freaking mask. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you posted. Because <laughs> um, probably her speech is going to be like, with the help of these workers, we were able to keep the you know economy going because they were so diligently following the protocols. So... We need to be careful with that. You sound that right. was a little uh, Trumpian right there with the, uh, he's like, oh, she loves her mask. This guy, look at this guy. We're in the biggest mask <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. I guess compared to Lori Lightfoot, I, I might be Trump. I don't know. I mean, That's she's, she's as far on one side of the spectrum as anybody. Um, my something bold. You're okay. done with your something bold? I'm done. I'm done. 
All right. My something bold is regarding Aaron Rodgers hosting Jeopardy. Okay. Okay. I did not watch the episodes, did you? No, I did not. Okay. It's a shame. I heard he was good. I apparently he wants to be the next Alex Trebek. Like he's not just yeah, stopping at this guest that. hosting thing. Saw some good it sounds like it. it's not that unreasonable. It could actually happen. He's talking mm-hmm. about doing it while he's still playing in the NFL because you only mm-hmm. have to like film for 40 days a year or something like that. So my bold take is that this would be the goat move of a former football player continuing their uh, experience in the world. That's your that's your bold take, huh? I do have some 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 other options that we can compare him to if you'd like to hear. Uh, yeah, of course I would. I just want so, to say, uh, yeah. a great, 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 great way to stay relevant. Of course, mm-hmm. um, right. the whole stuff with him and Shailene Woodley is pretty funny. I gotta say, I can't imagine myself being with a girl named Shailene Woodley. It's just not something I see. Um, and it, just an interesting pairing, I guess. Shailene Woodley could also be the name of a linebacker from texas a&m i feel like if that was a it draft name you wouldn't could. be surprised yeah if there's a guy named shailene no yeah doubt. and woodley is i think there already is a line is a steeler guy Gotta named be. woodley yeah um yeah i don't really know who shailene woodley is i know her name though she's a singer or an actress no 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 actress or uh what what movies is she in she's in like the scorched trials movies what are those called Let's see. Um, yes, right. Uh, Spyro the Dragon, Scorched Trials. Yes, 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 yes. She looks like kind of off-brand Brie Larson. <laughs> Divergent. Divergent series. Okay. Falcon okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I know who she is. Yeah. Interesting. Is there a big um, age gap there, or is she... How old is she? 29. She's 29. Oh, okay. And he's, what is he, 35? Something like that. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so who we're comparing to, so the guys that are currently goaded, as I like to say as the best post-football career. Michael Strahan, of course, he's doing pretty well, hosting TV shows and shit. Jim Brown uh, was a big actor, apparently. I haven't seen a lot that he's in. Mm-hmm. Apparently, mm-hmm. he was in a lot of movies, and he was a good football player, too. Terry Crews, who played linebacker for four years in the NFL. Uh, he played for the L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers. I don't know if what cities they were in at the time. And the Washington Redskins. I did not. I know did not this, know that. I, for some reason, um, I thought it was the Bengals. Apparently, not according to Wikipedia today. Okay. Uh, okay. But this dude basically had Knowles College special team stats for his entire career. He mm-hmm. had <clears throat> one solo tackle in his career. Hell yeah, linebacker, me too. And a couple assisted tackles. So maybe it's the coins to stat line. I mm-hmm, think I had like mm-hmm. four. So. Um, now, the question is, should I get a Terry Crews Washington Redskins jersey? Would that be sick or not? That would be so sick. Every, nobody would know, like, because it would just say Crews in the back. They're like, who's right. that? Oh, Terry Crews. <laughs> it's number 90, so people might think, oh, Montez Sweat, but no. Okay, and then also Bill Goldberg, WWE star, also played a couple years in the NFL. So right. I feel like you kind of eliminate Terry Crews and Bill Goldberg because they're just not stars and, and they don't mm-hmm, really count. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think the... The gold standard is probably Michael Strahan, in my opinion. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Michael <clears throat> Strahan. It reminded me of what I wanted my original something bold to be. Oh, good. It was about April Fool's Day and the, oh, him playing yeah. the prank about he got like his gap tooth fixed three days before. It crossed my mind that it might be, but I was like, oh, I don't know. You kind of got to do it on April Fool's Day. My take is that setting up an April Fool's joke multiple days before April Fool's Day is fucking stupid. and It takes the whole point out of April Fool's Day. <laughs> 
I didn't. I told you I was gonna put some thought into how I felt about it, and I didn't. So I, I'm still not really sure where I land on this. This like, really... like what's the, what's the cutoff there though? Like, what if I'm just like I tell all of my friends in February that I'm engaged, and then April Fools? I was just kidding about said engagement. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, actually, explain to me how Strahan did it. Did he say big news coming? on the first no he like did a whole video like in a dentist's office like and then like they showed him like with the tooth fixed and everything like a couple days before the first and then on the first he revealed that it was fake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no i'm out on that didn't anthony davis do that was unibrow yes yep hmm okay you gotta you gotta do the joke on the day i mean the whole point is that you made somebody fall for it when they knew that was a day of pranks like doing it before Okay, I'm I'm totally with you. I decided. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, let's see. He, when was April Fools on? This year it was on the first. Five. Yeah, five days ago. Ooh, my voice <laughs> broke. Five days ago. So is that Friday? Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he posted the video like on Thursday of like okay. it was like straight up him in the dentist's office with the dentist. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's one of my best guys and everything. Yeah. Stupid. A little too cheeky, Michael Strahan. All right, you've just been replaced by Aaron Rodgers as the goat of uh, post-football activity. Hell yeah. Sorry, Strahan. It's because of your April Fool's joke. Definitely. Okay, that has been an episode of Something Bold and Something Brute. Mm, something Bold Something Brute. All right. <clears throat> Coin. We, uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend... We completed the Parch Madness bracket and crowned mm-hmm. a number one springtime drink. Your thoughts? <laughs> I guess like I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go over the matchups real quick, and we can talk about uh, our there thoughts. There we go. Sounds Let's good. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, in the Elite Eight, Yingling took out, took out Coors Light. I don't think that was a huge surprise to either of us. No, not quite. Uh, Coors Light, a valiant effort. Great can. Great can. Great can. The, a lot of uh, debate on which one is the HC, but we'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, the two Mexican beers, Modelo taken out Tecate. I'm going to be honest, I couldn't remember who won this, and I had to go back and watch the video. There was a second there where you were really leaning Tecate when we first started. I was kind of yeah. surprised. I think that you were a little overtaken by the skunkiness of Modelo at first. Yep. Um, but then, uh, you came around. I, th- I think we made the right choice. Modelo better than Tecate. I did come around. I think we ended up all said and done agreeing to each pick, right? We never had the tiebreaker. Excuse Mm-mm. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so those, uh, Modelo and Yingling advanced to the final four. Then we had High Noon Grapefruit against White Claw Tangerine. Uh, both of us sent High Noon to the final four arguably the cinderella story i mean high mm-hmm. or uh white claws you know the darling of everybody sweeping the nation of course a crowd favorite for many high noon a lot of flavor very 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 good we were shocked at you take a sip of high noon and then you take a sip of white claw you realize wow white claw just tastes like bubbly water with like a hint of like like a um propel or one of those things just with mm-hmm. little bubbles mm-hmm. so yeah the flavor really did it for both of us finally twisted tea Taking out the Natty Seltzer in uh, a pretty pretty big um, blowout, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I forgot how good Twisted Tea was. You you weren't as impressed with Natty Seltzer as I was hoping, which is fine. Um, but you know, Twisted Tea is a uh, you know a lifelong favorite of ours. We spent a lot of time with it pre gaming weekends. So 
I have sentimental. a feeling. I have a feeling I would have enjoyed this natty more had I had it gone up against something else that wasn't as great as Twisted Tea. Respect it all. All right, in the final four, Yingling versus Modelo. Again, don't think it was particularly close. We sent Yingling to the championship. Yep. Uh, just flavor alone, Yingling delicious. Modelo alone. pretty pretty good. Pretty good. There's there's part of me that uh, hopes that well, all of me hopes that our listeners get a chance to try Yingling because it's like they watch this bracket and they go, this beer is zoom into the finals, and I've never even heard of it before. So never even heard of it. Get out there. Ask your friends in Indiana to mail it to you. Yep. Uh, next matchup in the final four, Twisted Tea versus High Noon Grapefruit. Was there much deliberation for you on this one? This one was one I, uh, I, really, I really thought I was going to send High Noon over Twisted Tea for a hot minute. Um, and then the more I was drinking, it, it became almost similar to the High Noon White Claw scenario where there was just more flavor in the High Noon. It was just the Twisted Tea is like yeah, such a strong tea flavor and so unique in that. So they just kind of came out on top. Yeah, ends ends uh, like you said a Cinderella run for high noon grapefruit, but something mm-hmm. that I will be seeking out now. I would say it has yeah. changed my uh, seltzer views this tournament. Hey, there we go. That's what we wanted. That's the goal. In the natty, what we predicted from day one, we tried to not be biased. We probably were, but yeah, for sure. Yingling versus Twisted Tea. Uh, the, the, I'll give you the breakdown if you didn't watch the stream of how this went. Um, we were both leaning opposite directions. Uh, mm-hmm. We threw up a piece of paper with the uh, winning, winning drink on it. You threw up Twisted Tea. I threw up Yingling. And we were about ready to give it to Joe Stout for the uh, tiebreaker. But then what happened? Then I took a couple more sips. I think I finished my uh, Yingling. And I, was, I, was just, I realized that that is the beer I wanted in the springtime. And that's just a fact. Well, you know what happened was you apparently, well, this is what Joe's excuse was, is that you had That's been right. drinking an old Yangling. You had to crack a new one to really get the flavor. Yeah, it was colder. It was better. I wasn't giving Yingling a fair shot. I don't know what I was doing. I, I was trying to savor that last Yingling for a later date, and it was <laughs> oh, selfish that makes of me. Sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But you feel better now that you were able to crown it the champion. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it got, it, got the, it got the light it deserved. Yeah, you shouldn't have let Joe chug half a young Yingling for the the Chumba Wumba. He didn't actually. Oh, okay. Never mind. What yeah. lager did, or did he just use Coors Light? He just used a Coors Light. Yeah. Gotcha. Because okay. I I gave him one of the three. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Yingling took the Parched Madness bracket. It was a champion. Any thoughts you had on the tournament or or favorite highlights? Um, yeah, big, one of the biggest highlights obviously was Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, you mailing me four yinglings, just Herculean effort on your part. Shouts to (laughs) Noel for that. Incredible. It was 1 billion percent worth the, whatever, $23 it cost to send four yinglings from Chicago to Portland. They were so goddamn good. They were actually cold when I got them out of the box, which was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they were cold when I shipped them. So they became cold along the way. Apparently, Amazing. Natural I think cool. uh, it would have been twenty one dollars instead of twenty three if I hadn't uh, wrapped the box in duct tape initially. Apparently, you're not allowed <laughs> to ship packages with duct tape on it, so I, I didn't had know to that. buy a little bit more tape to uh, rewrap it. So understandable. It all worked. Um, Apparently, it was illegal, but uh, it's slightly. But I mean, my eh, mom does it all the time. I'm not really worried about frowned it. Frowned upon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, having a partner there, so having Joe on the, the for the finale, the lead eight. Yeah awesome 
It's great You'd to have somebody there to drink with. Huh? Yeah. You'd recommend it? Okay. Highly recommend. Next tournament, we'll have we'll have partners for the, the whole mm-hmm. thing, perhaps. Okay. Um, I would say the split decision of the championship was fun, and then deliberating a, a, a true winner was mm-hmm. one of my highlights. And then the fact that we didn't have to watch the shitty Baylor-Houston game. Yeah, that game sucked buns. So any of you guys who watched us instead, you're welcome. We saved you the trouble. You're welcome. Yeah, shouts to our... Uh, you guys showed up again. We had a minute when we had like seven, eight listeners. That's what we really expected to be live yeah. with, so... Not that bad. Pretty incredible that I'm pretty sure over the first three-hour stream, and then this one was a little, like three and a half, right? Was it 200 minutes? Was it that long? Pretty sure the video on Instagram's 200 minutes. Hey-oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure for the entirety of both of those, we always had at least one person viewing us. Didn't always. We? We yep. never, we're never just talking to ourselves. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. shouts Zach Carp in particular. He he definitely spent the most time with us. The best, a legend. Yeah, he probably spent five hours with us over the last three weeks, and that's why he was rewarded with some FaceTime. Incredible, Carp. All right. Um, anything else on Parched Madness before we talk a little March Madness? Um, no, that was fun. I just. It was a blast. I really like doing those IG lives. Uh, we got to find another way to do something similar. Maybe probably not getting day drunk again for a little bit. Probably, you know, yeah. on on IG live. But maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do like a little live Stump Town series or something like that. We can get some fans on. That'd be kind of cool. I would like that. I think probably if we can find one that's a little less than three hours. But either way, yeah, either way. for sure, for sure. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. So our Parch Madness bracket led into the game of the tournament in March Madness, which was mm-hmm. Gonzaga UCLA. Um, that shot. So I'll just start by saying I was pretty drunk, obviously by the, by the time that the end. Of I the can't game say happened. I remember that much of that game. <laughs> I just what I vividly remember is Jalen Suggs hitting the game winner, and I jumped up onto our coffee table and I was yelling at the TV. Katie was yelling at me because she thought I was going to break the table. Um, which somehow I didn't. Yeah, understandable. I'm a big, I'm a big guy. Um, and it was a moment that I probably won't forget. I think I'm interested to see how it stacks up. On one of my gimme fives on our stream, I listed the top five shots that I can most easily picture from March Madness history. I think mm-hmm. it probably cracks that top five. Probably, definitely worthy. Um, I wanna. I was gonna ask you: Is there? I guess game winners don't really lose points for not being like just cash shots, right? Like he banked it in, whatever. It's something like an element of luck. Obviously, it's sicker if he just straight splashes or just, you know, bangs the back of the rim and drops. Yep, yep, yep. Totally agree. I'm trying to think of like the top five that I had. I want to say like all of those were cash splashers, pretty much. Like, yeah, because all for just straight Uh-oh. netted his. It was probably the wettest shot in the history. <laughs> Ali Farokmanesh. Sadly, it was dead center of the rim. <laughs> Ugh, it was so nasty. Um, but probably the distance has to to you know fire, outweigh fire, that. Fire. I mean, it was nearly half court. Yeah, that's it true. Was nasty. I think um, the one the one sequence which I was probably annoyingly saying to Katie over and over, but like the sequence where before that where Suggs blocked the shot and then threw that full court bounce pass through like four dudes. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Like I was like, that was the coolest play I've ever seen in my life. I was also very drunk, but I hope I remember that with as much fervor as I do the game winner. Great word. Thank you. 
appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA, great run. Uh, Pac-12, just what a showing this tournament. Incredible. Pac-12 <sighs> basketball is back. Pac-12, and and it's the East Coast bias. Everybody thought the Big Ten was really good, but apparently it was the Pac-12. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm a huge Oregon State Beavers fan. Have been for massive, a very long time. absolutely massive Beavers fan. Shout to UCLA for having t- the two dudes named Jaime Jaquez Jr. and Johnny Juzang. Just a couple. Of great Johnny names. Juzang is a phenomenal name. That sounds like maybe uh, he should have like a decom. It's like very Johnny Tsunami esque. Oh, I like that. Jo- yeah. It does sound very decom esque. Yeah, I like that. Um, my other thoughts would just be on the uh, Natty. Did you have any other thoughts on the UCLA game? Uh, no other thoughts on the UCLA game. I don't think. Okay. No. My next comment was just going to be that um, the championship game blew last night, unfortunately. Fact. But Fact. going into it, pretty cool that the two very best teams all year long met in the chipper. Feel like that almost never happens. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it seems like Baylor's title is about as indisputable a title as you could possibly have. I mean, they only lost two games all year. They were, you know, ranked in the top three all year. And then they played the team that was undefeated and blew their ass out. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. Um, and especially in a, it's similar to the bubble in for the NBA, but different still. Like in this case, every single team was there. Nobody had like weird travel things going on. You weren't really playing like region specific to get more fans there or anything like yeah. that. It was just straight right. up the better teams just won the games. Right. Exactly. Um, I do have like a little spiel on the uh, <clears throat> on the title game. So Baylor going seven for twelve from three in the first half certainly helps that yeah. uh, they were just stroking. Yeah. Uh, they also got up eighteen more total shots than Gonzaga did in the game. They were just straight up out physical. Uh, they out-rebounded them by 16, including 11 more offensive boards. Yeah. Um, Gonzaga just looks like they kind of didn't belong on the court with Baylor for a lot of that game, which is kind of wild. Uh, credit. So, and I think that it's almost undeniable to say that that has to stem from not playing good teams in their conference all year long. Like, you can schedule games early on. So, what they did, credit where it's due, they scheduled the tough games early. They played Kansas, West Virginia... Uh, Baylor game got canceled, but they had Iowa, UVA, and they pretty much waxed all of those teams. Like, they beat all of them mm-hmm. by 10 plus, except for West Virginia yeah. by like five, I think. But then they played 19 consecutive conference games and won maybe mm-hmm. two of them by less than 20 points. They're convincing right. wins, but you, you're not being not challenged for three months or two months, or whatever it is. It's just like, you, you got to get to a better conference. I am going to at least initially disagree with you in that. Mm-hmm. They still waxed some. I know they didn't play any, you know, necessarily top twenty teams in the on the road in the tournament, but they beat a USC team pretty handily. They beat some decent teams. I just think Baylor that matchup was horrendous for them because Gonzaga is a skilled team. I think they would match up well against some of the other uh, highly ranked teams. But like, like True. you said, the athleticism of Baylor. They're rebounders. Like when you got a guy named Drew Timmy, who's what is he six eight as your center? Maybe probably something like that. Yeah, going up against like the third string center for Baylor that came in when the other two guys got foul trouble was all he was built for was offensive rebound. I think he had like mm-hmm. eight offensive rebounds. Names like Vital or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that almost played into Baylor's favor. Like they didn't even need their their uh, centers to score. So they just mm-hmm. had offensive boards and putting up threes. So. Um, 
I I agree to some extent, but I think this Baylor team, I mean, sorry, this Gonzaga team, had Baylor gotten knocked off early and Gonzaga played, you know, in Illinois or like one of those other highly ranked teams, I think they put up a better showing, but it was just a, a perfect matchup for Baylor. That's fair. Um, also, yeah, like you're saying, the, the bigs, the bigs from Baylor are just like kind of out of this world. They were, they're huge. Yeah. They move really well. Uh, shouts flow Thamba fouling out in 16 minutes. Pretty impressive. <laughs> flow Thamba. Uh, flow Thamba is he- an awesome name. Flo Thamba goes along with my um, NBA players whose uh, names rhyme, but I've always said Ron Baker and Thon Maker, even though Thon mm-hmm. Maker is not how you pronounce Thon-maker. it. Uh, yeah. But Mo Bamba and Flo Thamba are pretty good, too. Yep. Not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Um, last thoughts. Congrats to our bracket winner, avid listener Skylar Anderson. Shouts mm. to you, Had Baylor. One pretty handily in our bracket. I already Venmo you the $7, so congratulations to the $7 win. Congratulations. Uh, We only ask that you use that on beer. Please use that to uh, have your friend ship you one and a third Yinglings from Illinois. Mm -hmm. That would would do the trick. That'll do the trick. Well, he lives in Milwaukee. I think he could get it. Mm, no, he'd have to drive down to Indiana, but it would be, it'd probably be a two hour drive for him to go get it. Worth it. Worth it. Okay. March mm-hmm. Madness come and gone. Last thoughts? What a year. God, it's good to have sports back. Feels really good. It was a good tournament. It was, uh, I was the Suggs buzzer beater the only buzzer beater of the whole tournament? No, there was like two or three in the first round, I think, right? No. Uh, I don't think so. No, I think you might be right. I think there was, right. I'm trying to think of what other, what other big shots there were, but um, there were some big shots, just not there some any. big shots. Yeah. Not game winners necessarily. Mm-hmm. The big shot, the game I went to the Oregon state Loyola game, Loyola was like furiously coming back. And then this Oregon state dude hit a nasty three. It went, I think Oregon state was up three and, uh, to put it yep. to six with like a minute left. That was like a huge shot where it's like, holy shit. But yeah. Okay. Very good. We're moving on. Moving on. All right, Coin. Two big news stories have dropped in the past, what, week? Mm-hmm. I'd like you to maybe explain to the listeners what uh, what happened, because you probably have better descriptions than I do. So some incredible moments. Uh, Paul Pierce, first off. Hmm. Uh, obviously, Paul Pierce, pretty, pretty decent NBA player over his career. Probably overrated. That's whatever. Besides the point. <laughs> Uh, works for ESPN now. Just decides to go IG live on uh, Saturday, Friday, maybe. I think so. Yeah. It's just him playing high out of his mind, out of his mind. Probably very drunk as well. Playing poker with all of his friends. Uh, strippers just roaming his house. He's mm-hmm. getting all of his friends are getting massages from said strippers, mm-hmm. and then he's just going live. Uh, videos of like them all twerking in the background and he's just kind of like talking crazy and like looking at his comments and responding to all of them people are bringing up rachel nichols in the comments it's fantastic (laughs) um and then katie and paul pierce or sorry katie and rapaport michael rapaport uh michael rapaport is just the scum of the earth just an awful human being has his own podcast radio show he's the worst uh you know just talks a bunch of mess all the time and then katie finally like you know, DMs him and tells him he's um, some words we probably can't really say on here. I might um, say them him later. Okay, good. <laughs> he calls him a pussy, tell him he's like a piece of crap, 
tells him that his wife doesn't even respect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then it's, and then Rappaport ends up posting all of the, the comments. Like, a guy who makes his living shit-talking everybody else, calling out somebody for coming at him is hilarious, and he seems like a whiny little bitch. Yeah. Biggest douche move of all time. But then, of course, Katie had to apologize because somebody did he? posted I didn't see it. it. Yeah, he did. He had to say, oh, I need to be better, blah, blah, blah. But it's total bullshit. Michael Rappaport deserves to uh, die in a hole. So I agree. Um, are you are you interested in, in drafting these moments? We can draft. I okay. can draft. I, you have, I have a couple thoughts before we draft. So they're not they're, – they're, some of them are moments. Some of them are just – yeah. pieces that okay. I really like. We, we probably yeah. went the same way. Okay. Okay. So before we get to that, my only my only thoughts are Kevin Durant and Paul Pierce, probably two of the most hated figures for LeBron stance. Oh, so no doubt. my question to you, and I think you mentioned to me earlier, but did either of these events make you like or dislike these two guys more or less? There's an ounce of me, definitely on the, the Paul Pierce side, I'm like, I don't know if I like him anymore, but I thought it was hilarious, and I'm kind of in on more Paul Pierce content now, more than anything. I do, however, think I'm kind of coming around on KD. Mm, like, he's okay. not bad. I, yeah. I respect, you know, he's like, I, I do like to get online and call out everybody and talk shit. He's like, it's fun, and I can yeah. do it, so why not? Okay. Yes, yes, do that. Yes, Good. so in general, pro for both of you. Yeah, pro. I would say Kevin, I definitely don't like him less. I don't love the move in general when you're a super duper star. Like, why even bother going through all that? Especially when people, I mean, you you would think that somebody like Michael Rappaport wouldn't go showing the media that. But like, if you go do that to a random, you know, Twitter follower, of course they're going to show that to everybody. So, yeah. Um, But Paul Pierce, (sighs) I get what you're saying in that. That he just doesn't give a shit. I like that aspect of it. Of like, I don't care that everyone's seeing this. But the the event in general kind of made me like him less. Like, if I were in that room, I would have been so annoyed with him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Pay attention to the poker game. Like, it would just have driven me nuts. And that's fair. Um, so I guess I am adding to the fact that I don't think I would like him as like a friend. But no. as uh, like, a, I, <laughs> you think you would? <laughs> no, I just said that I, I do have a piece in here. I don't think I'm going to draft this. It. Just about. okay. Paul Pierce brought over a bunch of strippers to his house, and they're all giving me his buddies massages while they're playing poker. Probably a pretty good friend. Okay, good point. That's a good point. Um, I would say my other comment before we draft is that if you tuned into our Instagram live, I think it was more entertaining than Paul Pierce's. I agree. On the whole. That you take some clips of some girls twerking and whatever, sure, that's entertaining. Great, but I watched like a ten minute one and it was boring as hell, except for a couple of clips that I uh, Mm -hmm. I took out of it. So okay, so we are going to take turns drafting our favorite moments or comments or texts from these two events combined. Yes, is that what I have? One from a pseudo similar event. Okay, whatever. Remember, no criteria. No criteria. How are we going to determine who goes first? I don't have a coin on me, but I do have a bottle cap. We could flip a bottle cap. This will be heads. Okay. This will be tails. As I would expect. Okay. I'll call it in the air. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it, but tails never fails. Oh. It is tails. Oh, okay. I'll go first. All right. My number one draft pick is from Kevin Durant's uh, text thread. Great. Um, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the worst one on our podcast, and I okay. want our listeners to I was to wondering. Know that I these are wondering. Kevin's words, not mine. 
Okay, I don't condone that. These words them, belong to Kevin. But this is news. We're breaking the news here. We need everyone to know what he said so we know not to do it. Correct? Correct. It's a string of words I wasn't expecting to read. <laughs> the number one pick is Kevin Durant said to Michael Rappaport, Chuck, who I believe is talking about Charles Barkley, Correct. Chuck doesn't need you as security, you pale, pasty, cum-guzzling bitch. He did indeed say that. <laughs> um, I think that speaks for itself. I don't know how much more I need to say. I, I gotta say, Kevin Durant didn't lie. He didn't lie? Certainly. He didn't He's lie. He's pale and pasty. He's very white. Yep. And he is a bitch. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. refrain talking about the <laughs> the, the semen. back middle part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, good pick. A good pick. pick. Definitely yeah. the most jarring to read of all. Of yes, them. exactly. Most memorable. Um, okay. I'm going to take else? number one for me is uh, what I thought was the best part of the whole part. Paul Pierce thing. The next morning when he tweets, "Good morning." That's it. Just good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce, not even acknowledging it. Just next day, straight up, good morning. That plays into what you were talking about. It's just like, okay, I like that aspect of him. He just doesn't give yeah. a shit. Like, yeah. uh, he knows that people are uh, yeah. you know, going to talk shit. But. Okay, good one. That was not on my list. Number two, I'm going to take another KD quote. And it was the quote that was literally right after this. And oh, that's when KD dang it, this said, is a good one. I swear I'm a spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Um, that one's really nice, too. <laughs> Uh, telling so good. someone you're gonna spit in their face and then just the your dirty ass for some reason really sent me because i wasn't expecting that at all it's so good uh was definitely gonna be my next pick so okay. great pick by you thank you uh not only that i think in the following texts uh or messages he he just keeps saying where you want to meet i will come meet you right now and i'll beat your ass i'm like this is great you should do it. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're talking about that, I have one on my list that I won't draft, but it's just is basically what you're saying is where he's like, meet me on West 17th tomorrow at 10. Like, mm-hmm. KD's not going to fight him, right? No. Come on. Come on. No. And, and Rappaport's the type of guy that might show up. So right. I would have loved to see that actually happen. I feel like KD wouldn't have showed up. Basketball players are all talk. Yeah. Unlike us yeah. football players, we'd actually Unlike fight. Unlike football players. <laughs> All right, what's your number two pick? My number two pick is going to be um, another quote from KD. Okay. Your wife doesn't even respect your bitch ass. Just (laughs) succinct, to the point, cuts deep. Cutting right to the core. That's brutal. Mm -hmm. Because it makes, no matter who you are, and no matter how much you think your wife respects you, it makes you think about it for a second. Like, "Mm, does my wife not respect me? Like, does he turn to his wife? He's like, he's like, honey. You respect me? You respect me, right? She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Can't stand it. You just have a lot of money. So, Good pick. I like that one a lot as well. Um, for my number three pick, I'll jump to Paul. Um, this was one that I found buried in one of the long, boring videos that was not part of the, the twerking. He was going back and forth, the two white guys on the other side of the table, when they were debating whether to like call or check or whatever. And he's saying... He's scared. He's not. He's scared. He's not going to the two different guys. At some point, he just flips the camera back to himself and says, Both have tiny ass balls. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Wow, how old are you that you're just laughing at yourself saying those two guys have tiny ass balls? <laughs> um, good yeah. line. Good line. It's amazing. 
Uh, a great pick. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think anybody's getting out here being like, oh, Paul Pierce is both smart and mature. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not either. No. <laughs> uh, my next pick is also going to be from the Paul Pierce videos. It's um, reading a comment that's and he's like looking at it. He looks obviously super high, and it said, yeah. "Oh, he said." Hey, show that Asian girl. And then he just flips the camera and he goes, Hey, Asian girl. <laughs> she flips off the camera. <laughs> oh so my good. Gosh. She does not care at all. No. Hey, Asian girl. Oh my gosh. Uh, he's probably paying her a lot of money. Let's just oh, be clear. Okay. I'm seeing probably yeah, for making sure. enough money to. She be just okay immediately says, Follow Asian me girl. on Instagram. Mm. That's all she says. She yeah, flips off the sense. camera and says, Follow me on Instagram. Okay. We're going five deep? Yep. All right. My fourth pick is another quote by Paul Pierce is he was so fucked up that he said that he was going to give the viewers a look at real exclusive basketball after life. He meant to say life after basketball, but he said basketball after, <laughs> oh, life, after life. And He's I really dead. enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball is life. Ball is life. So ball also is in life. The so once it's over, yeah. it's all yeah. afterlife. He's going to show people he'll be born in heaven. But. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, this is just a thing about the... I, I, so it, it seems to me that he kind of intended to lose his job to get out of the contract. I don't right. know if you saw. He was making $1.5 million a year for ESPN. Hmm. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot of money. It's pretty good. I mean, money. he probably definitely probably doesn't need money, but no. he probably has something else lined up. As he said, but he lost his job with 315 IG live viewers. That's it. 315. Wow. That is not a lot at all. No. <laughs> That's Paul Pierce. He had 300 more viewers than us. That's it. Come on. <laughs> That's it. Come on, Paul. You'd be better than that. Jesus. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to think that he was uh, on his way out, or at least in his mind. Or yeah. maybe he was that messed up. I don't know. I would think that somebody would have like said something to him. Like, dude, you're going to get fired. Or maybe what, not. Tell Paul Pierce not to go IG Live? Yeah, good point. Yeah, if he's Paul the Pierce. one. Was that at his house? Did we decide? Had, had sure? to have been. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. What you got for four? That was it. Oh. Did you do five? Oh, we're doing five total. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right. That was my fourth, right? Yeah. I thought we were doing five each, but apparently not. Yeah, did you do your fifth? Uh, I don't know. Didn't I started? I know. I just did four. Oh, so I'm doing five. Yeah. Is it time for me to do five? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying it was over. That's how I was confused. Oh no 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 no. I apologize. I apologize. Okay, number five. I'm gonna go with. It's just an overall thought, and um, well, it's kind of a moment. There's a part early on where. Paul Pierce starts complaining to the guy next to him for taking too long on his hand Mm -hmm. of poker. And he is not paying attention to the game at all. And there are several times when they're like, Paul, Paul, it's your turn. And then it gets to the point where Paul Pierce starts asking his Instagram followers what he should do on his hand. He's like showing the hands. What should I do? Of course, all these shit posters on his Instagram are just saying, go all in, go all in. Mm -hmm. Or they're saying, D Wade better than you. Or they're saying, why'd you poop your pants in a wheelchair? So yeah, like... (laughs) I don't know what he was expecting. I don't know if he's new to the Instagram live or new to Twitter critics, but uh, I would have been so mad if I was playing poker with him. Just like fucking get off. Oh, that, that would have pissed me off so much. I would have really hated that. Yeah. yeah. So my number five pick is the, the comedy of Paul Pierce getting mad at somebody for taking too long. Love it. Uh, my fifth pick is going to be 
Rappaport related, but not the KD saga. It's kind of what KD was mentioning in the messages about how he went to try to sue Barstool for mm. defamation. Okay. Um, and Barstool posted this video the other day with uh, Smitty, and he was uh, in a, in deposition with one of the lawyers, and he was like reading him a tweet that he had put out uh, right after Rappaport got fired, I think. Okay. So anyways, the defamation hearing is mostly about uh, Barstool put out these shirts of Rappaport as a clown, and he has yeah. like herpes, kind of like a little like cold sore thing on his right. chin. Um, so the the lawyer reads his tweet, um, and he says, "Hey, at Michael Rappaport, you unfollowed me like a bitch boy, and now you're going after my boss. I'm still here, always going to be here, just like the herp." And then the lawyer is like, "And so you're saying that? So you're saying why are you insinuating that Michael Rappaport has herpes?" he's like, I'm not. I'm saying that herpes doesn't go away. It's like the joke. Love comes and goes. Herpes lasts forever. And he's like, so you're not relating... You're not relating Mike Rappaport to the herpes. He's like, no, if anything, I'm calling myself like herpes. I'm not going away. <laughs> and, uh, and then he says, well, why do you say, like, herpes isn't going away? Like, lasts forever. Or And then he's like, where do you get that information from? And then the guy just, like, stone cold looks at the camera. He's like, medical science. It's unfortunately a fact. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> uh, wow, that could have been the number one pick. That was my favorite mm-hmm. line of the day. All right. Good. That was a nice uh, tangent to get you mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, but anyways, this is so we ended up not doing it, but this is where I was going with this. Okay. <clears throat> was uh, So these some semi-redeeming moments for both Katie and Paul Pierce, like we were saying. Mm, yeah. These are uh, what I consider to be some of the worst people in history that would have a long road of redemption. It would probably take more than an IG live video of them playing poker with strippers. <laughs> okay. So I'm going five to one. Uh, Hitler would have a tough road. Yeah, it would have been. What would it take for what video would he have to post? We'd be like, mm, maybe he's not that bad. Probably two IG lives of him with two strippers playing poker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Really stoned. Maybe that'll be the measurement. Just how many IG live videos, <laughs> or how many times would he have to insult Rappaport? <laughs> okay. Um, number number four would be Benioff and Weiss for what they did the last season of Game of Thrones. Mm, yeah, they they dug themselves a pretty deep hole. I yeah. feel like there's I feel like they're pretty much unanimously hated. Whereas Hitler, there's definitely people out there that feel like he was on something. Bingo! Yeah, like that's a, a great way to look at it. Yeah, so, uh, Hitler would have been polarizing on Twitter somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying facts, man. I'm, I'm not saying, saying I facts. agree with it. It's facts. <laughs> um, number three is Jenny from Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Tough yeah. character, you know, taking advantage of the mentally disabled person. Yeah. Having sex with him and then just kind of possibly giving him AIDS. Nobody's really sure. And then she like goes off and dies and then leaves him with a son. It's messed up. <laughs> it's, it's on par with uh, mass genocide and also ruining the last season of Game of Thrones. These are all very similar. Very similar. Uh, you know, bad things. Next is uh, the kids who lock radio in the practice shed in the movie oh, Radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's good. Awful, good. awful right. scene. Mm-hmm. One of the definitely one of like the top four sports movie moments that made me tear up. Mm, that was really sad. Poor. That was incredibly sad. I hated it. Uh, last, probably the worst person is Scar from Lion King. Mm. Tough guy, you know. Yeah, I don't know that he has any redeeming qualities. Um, 
And I don't see his Instagram live being very entertaining or... No, probably like a lot of killing or something. Like, definitely the most like Saddam Hussein adjacent character. I think Mm -hmm. even Saddam Hussein is like, Scar sucks. (laughs) That guy? Fuck that guy. (laughs) That guy sucks. Okay. That's it. I love the... (laughs) Anybody else you could think of? No, I mean, the inclusion of the the bullies from radio is just uh, really well done by you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that list. You're welcome. All right, coin. Uh, What time is it right now? It looks like it's 10.33. Seems like it might be time for a round of Stimpton. (laughs) Stimpton. Uh, which I just found out the other day it was in fact cancelled oh no Colby yeah. Smulders sorry Kobe Kobe I say Colby sometimes like Colby I know Jack. it's tough Kobe it Smulders like the, the non-L in the first mm-hmm. Col- Col- Colby Kobe it's not Colby Smulders Colby Smulders would be a way worse name Colby Smulders sounds like the sheriff in like a western Sheriff Kobe Smoke. I think I'll use that when I write my memoir. Okay, good. Or book. Yeah. All right, this week's Stumptown. The Masters is this weekend, Coin. I don't know if you know. I'm glad we're getting You're a golf to fan. Okay. Big Arguably golf. the most prestigious golf tournament in the entire world. Arguably. Last April, the 2020 Masters was postponed due to COVID, so it's been just five months since Dustin Johnson took home his first ever green jacket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over the past 20 years, Coin, we've seen 11 golfers secure their first and only Masters win. But nearly half of the past two decades belong to just three dudes. Precursor question, can you name the three golfers that have multiple Masters wins since the year 2000? Tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And... It's not Bubba, right? It is Bubba Watson. Well done. Oh, three okay. for three. Nicely done. Thank Too you. bad that wasn't Stumptown. So, in addition to his first win in 1997, Tiger Woods has won four times in the 2000s, 01, mm-hmm. 02, 05, and 2019. Mm-hmm. The closest thing Tiger ever had to a rival, Phil Mickelson, has three wins in 04, 06, and 2010. And Bubba Watson won twice in three years in 2012 and 2014. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to hear golf trivia coin. Instead, <laughs> let's ask the most obscure NBA question we can find that relates somehow to golf. I love it. In the 10 years that either Tiger, Phil, or Bubba won the Masters, eight different players won NBA Finals MVP. Of course, several of these guys only won once, Dwayne Wade in 06 and Chauncey Billups in 04. But we only care about the guys who double up. So keep in mind, there are seven players who have won multiple finals MVPs since 1997. Can you name the only two players to win two finals MVPs in, the, in a year that either Tiger, Phil, or Bubba won the Masters? So I'll give you those years. Can you give me those years? Yeah, I will. 97. 2001, 2002, 2005, 2010, 
But wait, so again, what was the question again? There are I just gave you eight years because I eliminated D Wade's and Chauncey Billups. Out of okay. those eight years, there are two players who have won multiple finals MVPs in those eight years. Does that make sense? Yes. Just within those eight years, you get three strikes. Okay. I 97, 01, 02, 05, 2010, 2012, 2014, 2019. 2012. Okay. Well, it's Shaq and Tim Duncan. Thank you for coming out. One out of two, correct. Tim Duncan oh, did. Uh, Tim Duncan won one. He won it in 2005, and his other one, I think, was in 03, which was not one of the okay. Tiger, Phil, or Bubba years. So one strike. But Shaq is correct in 01 and 02. So Sorry, your remaining again. years are 97, 05, 2010, 2012, 2014, and 2019. Kawhi Leonard. You are correct. Congratulations. You have won Stone Thank Town. You. Thank you. I, Thank you. Thank I wasn't you. sure if that would be harder. Um, I thought you might go LeBron, but I figured you would know LeBron's ears. Michael Jordan's... Uh, Won it in 97 and 98, but obviously 98 wasn't one of the years. Mm -hmm. um, and then, who else? Kobe won it in 2010 and 2011, but uh, mm -hmm. was not around for the second one. So there you go. Well done. Thank you. That was a very good Stumptown. I like I like that you did the crossover of the golf and uh, NBA. That was really good. How did you think of that? I don't know, man. I, I sat here just fiddling with stuff. And, uh, good for I, you. I, I started doing golf stuff, throwing golf stats on my thing, and I'm like, that's stupid. Like... Any of the questions I thought you were going to try to make me names hard. like the random, like the single masters. I was like, I probably could get like five. Maybe no. I could get like Sergio, Patrick Reed, Zach Johnson. That's yeah. like about Dustin Johnson, but yeah, there you go. Okay. That has been nice another work. round of Stumptown. Thank you. Uh, what do you want to give out? Obviously the only pick we have to give out is our guy, our fucking guy, Zan. <laughs> Zan. I for, I had forgotten looking up Master stuff that when Tiger won it, it was a three-way tie for second. Remember? DJ uh, Brooks. Molinari. No. Wait. No, no, no. Molinari fell off. Yeah. DJ Brooks and uh, Zan. And Xander. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. damn. We probably won some money on that, didn't we? I'm oh, assuming. we did. Yeah. We had all we had those guys in top five, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bet on Xander Shoffley. He's bound to win one one day. Mm-hmm. I, like, uh, I like Justin Thomas as well. Okay. And I like... Let me see if I can pull a random name out. Uh, I like Kevin Kisner. Ah, Kevin Kisner. Okay. <laughs> um, that has been another episode of the Rookie Show Pod. You mm. can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rookie Show Pod. Where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter at King Coin. You can Where follow can people me. Follow you, Noel. You can follow me at Decreamfilling on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Colby Smoters. <laughs> Colby Smoters, Travis Noel. <laughs> is oh, is Col Kobe with a C or a K? The girl C. that it's a C. C. Okay, it's C O B I E. Well, either way, Colby is with a C. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. That'll do it. What's um? I was going to say play us out one shiny moment, but that song kind of fucking sucks. One shiny moment blows. Can't they it's find awful. a better jam? Why can't the there be a NCAA better game? song? Oh my gosh. I think we already had Chumba Woman play us out recently, so mm -hmm. who else could play us out? How about Colby Calais? 
Mmm, Colby. <laughs> Shouts, Colby. I saw her in Shouts concert Colby. recently. Uh, she's she amazing. in the band. Uh, yeah, she was nice. The band is called Gone West. Mm. Okay, play us out, Colby. See you later. Sweet. See ya. Yeah. Peace.